It's a terrific feeling when you manage to connect with a kindred spirit. Out of the blue, by pure coincidence, just opening up yourself to kindness, curiosity, and the universe, and inviting someone into your little corner of the internet, onto this platform that you're building to connect each and every one of us on this path of personal growth and awesomeness, and you realize that not only did you know each other as childhood acquaintances, but also through your own personal circumstances, you realize how you can relate on so many levels. This next conversation with my guest, Emmanuel Georges, was something of a amazing surprise in terms of how, how much warmth, how much energy, how much positivity, how much transparency and vulnerability that we managed to exchange and connect with. And it was a very rewarding and humble feeling to realize that once you launch yourself onto the universe and you extend a hand and you realize that we're just people and through our own circumstances, we can walk the same journey. Different circumstances, maybe, but we can connect and you realize that the rewards that we get or the lessons that we learn can benefit each and every one of us in our own particular way, in our own individual path. So this was a terrific conversation, which I hope you'll enjoy because I certainly did. And I would invite you guys, uh, if you find these conversations worthwhile, please leave us a comment on the iTunes and the Google Plays and anywhere you can find us on the Internet. Our email address, as always, is awakentheawesome, all one word, at gmail.com. And we're always looking forward to hearing from you because uh, we really do appreciate it as it helps us move forward and create more and better and more awesome content. So without further ado, episode 35 with Emmanuel Georges. Here we go. Um, I really have to say that that video, not the one you shared this morning, uh, the one that, you know, we connected with, um, your one basically, you know, connecting with everybody, you know, probably you probably launched it out into the universe in terms of like, hey, everybody, good morning and everything. But it really touched me in terms of your message, in terms of allowing people to accept themselves in those moments of, dare I say, weakness or, you know, personal doubt where you have to acknowledge the fact that, you know what, even though we all seek, you know, joy, even though we all seek, uh, you know, personal growth. And as you often say, because I've read your blog and I've seen your content, you often repeat the word self-love. And I think that's very conscious of you to actually say self-love. But I really enjoyed that video. And if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out on her Instagram page. It's really it's really poignant and it's really honest. But for me, it touched me. I don't know if it was I was having a weird day, but I don't know. I listened to it like often enough to say, like, thank you for that, for letting people know that it's okay to not be okay. And I just wanted to know if you just share a little bit about that. Um, it's been a while going through stuff and it's been hard it's been hard because I'm a joyful person because I work really hard to be happy um I am very mindful of everything that I do because I understand and it took time for me to understand that I have to create my happiness so every time I'm sad or every time I feel like I'm not well it pisses me off and okay and it it's it's really hard but that day i don't know why i just i got tired of being mad at myself 
And I reminded myself that I love myself. I love me. And I love me unconditionally. So I have to love myself through the bad times too. And I always give that example. It's like, you're a parent, so you'll get it. When you have a kid Mm -hmm. who's behaving, he's not behaving right or like you want him to behave. Do you hate him? Mm -hmm. Or when you have a kid, my kid was really sick when he was born. It was hard Mm -hmm. and it was painful and it took a lot of the mother, the motherhood experience for me. But did I love him still? Yes, I did. So it's the same thing for self-love. I love me and I have to love me through it all. So basically that that's what it was. That day I was pissed. I was really sad and I got a lot of phone calls after that video. I was really sad, but I needed to to make peace with that state of mind. I needed to understand that it was okay and for some reason I needed to share that with people because I know a lot of people, you know, we always try to be so strong because we think being vulnerable means not being strong, being being weak, like you said. It's not being weak. It's just being real. It's just accept, accepting whatever it is that we feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's what life is, Olivier. It's, it's, it's feeling everything at every moment and embracing it all, basically. That is so true. What because how it resonated with me is because I don't know over the past year, I've noticed that it's so important to be, uh, you use the word mindful and that's, that's very true. You need to be mindful of where you are, who you are, how you feel, because in this entire mindset of, you know, self-help and growth and get better and everything, even what I'm trying to do with this program and always being awesome. And what I try to tell people, it's not about, you know, just always being happy, happy, hum- hunky dory, because I've made that mistake. I made the mistake of think- thinking that for myself and for other people, I should always be, you know, the best positive mindset, you know, always the best positive source of reinforcement. And at a certain point, and these words always ring true, because I always say them out into the universe, you cannot give what you don't have. At some point, you're tapped out. And at some point, you pick the example of parenthood. I'm going to take the same thing. Sometimes, and sometimes, you know, parents probably listening to this are probably going to chastise me because sometimes you don't feel like being a parent. Sometimes your kids get on your nerves. Sometimes you are tapped out. And what resonated with me with your video is that, you know what? It's okay. We're not talking about self-harm. We're not talking about, you know, harming other people or doing any form of, you know, bad behavior. Let's call them whatever what it is. But it's mm-hmm. okay to feel those feelings and to recognize that, you know, what doesn't make you a bad person. I'm not sure yeah. if that's, you know, that's what you felt like expressing. Yeah, it, exactly. That's exactly what I felt. And like you said earlier, it's not, you were talking about how you always try to be so positive and happy. And I did the same and I, 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 I got tired of it. I, 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 I was, I was, it's like I was overwhelmed because I was always trying so hard to be happy and it wasn't always true. And I was trying to be happy for the wrong reasons. Most of the time for people, you know, to, to be the one, um, Let's say in my, in my group of friends, in my tribe, I would say the people that are the mm-hmm. closest to me, I'm like Mrs. Happy. And everybody counts on me to be in a good mood. 
everybody okay. counts on me to to cheer them up. Um, even my my husband, I would say, you know, which is mm-hmm. the person closest to me. So it's kind of like I made it my job to light up everybody's spirit, and it got too, mm-hmm. it, it became too much for me, you know. It became too much, and I exploded. And that's what that's what was happening that day. Is because I was I was pissed. Actually, that's what happened. One of my friends um, asked me what was wrong with me, and I said I'm not feeling okay. And it was kind of like you. How come you're not feeling okay? And it got to me. It's like okay, I have the right to feel. Yes, I prone happiness, and yes, I'm a very happy girl. But I'm human. I have moments where, just like you, just like other people, I don't feel good. And it's okay. (laughs) Just to repeat myself, it's okay. And It's part of being human because we're we're a tapestry of emotions. Yes. And and it's all about the learning, I would say. Because at some point, like at some point, you just have to say, say that out loud. It is what it is. And stop fighting everything. I'm not saying it is what it is. Just let life happen to you. But sometimes, like you were talking about the past earlier before we started, you know, being serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about the past and when you were a teenager. It's just that sometimes it is what it is. You don't dwell with things. Sometimes things happen and you have to let them happen and not ask questions and not wonder why. Maybe you'll find out before you die. Maybe you won't. But it is what it is. And this had has made my life so much simpler. Not fighting with everything that's happening. Not fighting with every feeling. You know, I'm sad. I'm sad. And I move through it. Why am I sad? I actually dig like I dig deep in like in trying to find out what's going on I don't try to say okay I'm sad what do I do next to be happy no I'm sad why why am I feeling like this you know and 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 when you do it like that it's easier to get out of it of that state of mind that's what I've learned you know? Have you ever had that sense of sensibility? Like, you know, like, you know, is it something that's that's recent? Because you see, you seem so in tuned, and you know, and again, you know, so connected with your emotions. Like, uh, do you do a lot of meditation, or how did that happen? <laughs> um, I have to say that I had to hit rock bottom to be here. Okay. Um, my self love journey started a couple of years ago. Like a, about, I would say, 2012, 13, so five years, mm-hmm. I would say. And <laughs> I'm going to laugh at myself because it was after a breakup, actually. <laughs> okay, and as it often happens, I, I understand. And people might not take it seriously, but I take it seriously because at that time, in that moment, for what love meant to me at that age, I was really in love and I loved that guy and my relationship with that guy was everything to me. So when I lost him, when we, 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 when he broke up with me, basically he broke my heart. I thought my life was over. And I thought, cause I, I lived to love him. 
which is like the, the worst thing to do. Young and I forgave myself. And it's because of that that I realized that I didn't even know who I was. So okay. basically, the day that I decided that it was time to stop crying and to move on is the day that I realized, wait a minute, what do I do? I move on and I do what? I don't have a life. I don't even know who I am. You're All actually interpreting was, that in those words? You have you have no life? Yeah, I have no life. Like the, All I did was talk to this guy, spend time with this guy, think about this guy. Um, what am I going to do to make him happy? What am I going to do to make him smile? Um, that was my life. I loved him more than I loved me. And I didn't understand that at the time. But now that I think about it, because the minute you start questioning your will to, your desire to live this gift that life, I mean, life is a freaking gift. And mm-hmm. I was I was at a point where I didn't want I wasn't sure if I wanted to live it. There's a problem. If you don't want to live, this is I mean, there is a huge problem. And and that's where I was. So I wasn't depressed, kinda like, you know how girls say I'm depressed. No, I was I was really depressed. I was um diagnosed with depression. And oh, wow. Yeah, and and when I decided to, to you know, move on, it was it changed my life really. To people, and that's why sometimes people tell me, "But what? How do you do that? Like, are, are you a psychologue? Are you are you a shrink? Did you study psychology? I mean, I'm I'm getting a certification in life coaching right now, just mm-hmm. to back up my work because this is what I want to do. But really. It's my experience that brought me where I am here today. It's just this this feeling of not. It's kind of like a, a fight. I want. I didn't want to live. I didn't feel like living that life. But then I loved it so much. Some part of me loved it so much, and I was like, "Okay, Amy, you need to do something about it now." You know, and you know, little by little, I started obviously reading and and meditating and and i called it i started dating myself (laughs) oh okay so i started doing things little things just for me i started spending a lot of time alone i have to say that when i was younger even my parents used to tell me you have to spend time alone i didn't know how to do that you know and and so after that 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 breakup, I spent a lot of time alone and I fell in love with me, you know? And, and I, what did you find? (laughs) Um, let let me go back to my, let me go back to my teenagers for a second. Mm -hmm. I'm a very, I was always a very intense person. Okay. Full of life, living everything like fully. Um, and, and I felt like people didn't like me for that. Like I was judged because of that. You know, if either I was too happy or too emotional or too flirty or too passionate or too slutty, I was too everything, you know? And I was like, damn, I have a problem. But 
and and at that time I, I I felt like oh my god I was too in love I was too passionate mm-hmm. about this guy but then when we broke up and and I thought about the time that we were together right I felt like it was worth it it was what I needed at the moment and I was like it's okay to be the way that you are you just got to learn to you got to get to know yourself and know how to control certain things and create boundaries and, you know, know what you can handle, know what you can handle. But there's no, there is, there's nothing wrong with you. And I just. I had hesitated to ask you. Go ahead. That was a regret. Do, do, do you have any regret with the experience? No, this guy is my friend today. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. This experience is one of the most enlightened, clumsy, the most important, one of the most important experiences of my life. Why? For so many reasons. Um, I experienced genuine love. You know, it was very, it's very different for the relig- from the relationship I have now because I was so young. I got to learn which is so beautiful. I got to learn how to forgive the person who hurt me the most. I got to learn how That's to That's huge. And I got to learn how to forgive myself, which is like the hardest thing to do. But why though? I, why is it hard to forgive yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even... Sometimes... Well, at that time, I didn't know. But... You know, as I was growing up, it's kind of like, why did you do that? Like, you're a dumbass. You know? How could you do that? Because okay. I was always a confident person. You know, I didn't play with boys, you know? <laughs> I was always the kind of girl who didn't take crap from people. So finding myself in a, really, in, a, in a position where I'm depressed, I didn't shower for five days and stayed in my apartment... Um, where I ran out of New York and came back to mom without my diploma, for example. Okay. Um, it's basically giving up on everything for a guy. It was kind of like, what the fuck? You know, it was, I was disappointed in myself. Okay. But today, I so outside at- looking into your, to that, to that, person that younger self there's a lot of judgment yeah there was there was i'm telling you how i Mm -hmm. felt and what i had to go through Mm -hmm. today Mm -hmm. that girl was 20 she was in love with a great guy and they did what they had to do the relationship lasted what it lasted she learned what she had to learn that's how i see it today amazing Amazing. But, but it, took, it took some time. It took some time. Perspective is everything. Um, it's amazing that we're talking about this. I didn't even know we were going to go there, but it's amazing. We we're talking about this just <laughs> before, uh, just off the air, um, mm-hmm. how 
you think. And of course, as always, as we say, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Your parents genuinely know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing to know that you are supposed to go through experiences. And every single chapter of your life, whether through infancy, whether through toddlerdom, whether through preschool, high school, whatever, every single phase is important. And it, sh- it basically, you know, shapes who you become and you continue becoming Yes. Along along the course of your life, because uh, my friend Tangi, who I had uh, an episode with a couple of episodes ago, definitely mm-hmm. told me the you is always under construction. Always. You never define a static you. Never. It's always under construction. I agree. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know, just the fact of noticing that your perspective has taught you, first of all, to appreciate yourself, mm-hmm. flaws and all, yep. and at the same time, build on that to nurture this relationship that you have right now. Yes. Without regret, but Without acceptance. Regret. Yes, a lot of it. <laughs> a lot that's of what it. I. That's. So you say that you're trying to. You're basically, you know, um, doing a lot of, um, doing a lot of workshops because I see that a lot in, in your feed. You're doing a lot of uh, workshops. Can you tell us a little bit? Because I saw. I love. I love the title, by the way. Love your body. Okay. Well, um, so <laughs> what, what? What kind of programs do you do? You know, it's just. It's. It's really interesting. Come on, give, uh, give me some. Give me some. Give me the four one one in that one. For, Let's say four years ago when I came back to Haiti, um, I five years ago actually, geez, um, I I came up with the Love Your Body dance class because mm-hmm. a friend of mine was complaining about um, intimacy and how she didn't feel good and so the sex was bad and you know and I was like okay mm-hmm. I was like is the sex bad. <laughs> <laughs> or or you're not comfortable in your skin, so you're not enjoying it because you're not fully present. And mm-hmm. she tells me, I think it's everything, but I definitely don't feel sexy. And funny enough, I told her, come to my house. I'll do, I'll, I'll teach you a dance class. I'll, I'll do a dance class for you. I was always, I danced all my life, but I had no idea, Oli, that I was going to do, so, like that it would turn into what it is today. I just invited mm-hmm. my girl to, you know, shake, my booty a little, you know, just make her feel sexy. Mm-hmm. And she came with like three other people. And it was so much fun that the Friday after she came with like five other people, then it became 10, then it became 20. <laughs> and basically wow. I have a, a cousin, Estelle, I don't know if you remember, Estelle and I, we said, well, let's, mm-hmm. make, let's make a business out of that. <laughs> So we created the Love Your Body Dance class where we talk. We always do a little conversation at the beginning and then we Mm -hmm. dance, but it's always sensual and sexy and a little bit get out of your comfort zone type of dance. Okay. 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 So that was that. And for many, like I lost Shipeo Jimoluka, I lost the the studio. Um, It was very hard to find a space a proper space to teach dance you know you need mirrors and all that stuff mm-hmm. plus in haiti people are not i mean it's you know people are very close-minded most people i would say or i mean we're still under construction <laughs> we have a lot of mm-hmm. we have know, a lot of work to do scared of judgment and all that stuff so at some point, the dancing wasn't working anymore, except like private classes for a group of girls. But people are still interested in the concept. So that's why I created conversation about self-care, which is kind of like okay. 
another part of Love Your Body. But I love the name and I love my logo so much that I didn't change it. But it's really it's beautiful. It's a really, it really hits the point. It really hits the mark. But it's really not Love Your Body. But even when it was just Love Your Body, the, the, the slogan was always, the motto was always, love and appreciate your body, empower your mind, in, emancipate your whole being. So it was always the 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 motto be behind it, but now I'm thinking about changing my logo. Blah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not there yet. So you know, under construction, under construction, yeah. as always. Yeah. But I want to touch yeah. on that. I really love the format. Okay, so you say you introduce uh, you introduce uh, newcomers or or seasoned uh, you know clients. Uh, first of all, the first phase is conversation. What are the conversations about? Um. No, like I said, right now I'm. Doing the dance classes right now, mm -hmm. I'm really focusing on the conversations about self-care. Mm -hmm. So what I do is, again, um, yes, right now I'm taking, I'm almost done with my certification, actually. Um, so I have more, I would say, theory and more, more, I feel more comfortable doing that mm -hmm. now. But it's all, it all started with my experience, with my mm -hmm. journey. So mm -hmm. in the conversation, I write a lot. I have I have journals, and I mean, I'm very not disciplined, so I write everywhere. Basically, <laughs> I write mm -hmm. my thoughts a lot. I write my thoughts a lot. So I I take all these things that I write that we that are part of my journey, and I share it with people. For example, this okay. Friday, I'm having the conversation about boundaries, about setting boundary boundaries in all your relationships. Why? First of all, because I'm awesome. living, first of all, right now I'm living a situation where I had to remind myself or of my boundaries that I set up for myself. And because I just, it was part of my, my journey. I had to know when to say no. I had to understand clearly that I have to tell people what I will allow and what I don't allow. And okay. It, it makes a huge difference, you know? Like I said, I'm going to my video today. Mm -hmm. I did. Um, it was basically saying that even in... When I say relationships, people always think I'm talking about men, women, like, or, like, loving or amorous relationships. Mm -hmm. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about relationships in general. Um, sometimes it's a friend, like a, a friend, a buddy. Mm -hmm. Who you're supposed to go work out with, for example. Exactly. And that person is never on time. I mean, I'm taking the simplest example, right? That person is never on time and it's pissing you off. Because you start late, so you finish late, so you go to work late, for example. Okay? For sure. What happens when you don't tell that person that that pisses you off? What happens? They'll do, they'll do it again. Exactly. And you, you don't say anything. So that person either doesn't care or sometimes doesn't know that you're pissed. But who is the victim in that scenario? You are. You're the one who's pissed. That person finishes the workout, your friend, and he, she goes, bye, Emmy, have a good day. And I'm just, You're done. You know? You're done. And I'm you're the, the one, one carrying the, yeah. the toxicity. So you get it. So it's all about those little things that we can do to make ourselves happier. 
Because people think happiness is that big thing that's supposed to happen. No, happiness is the combination of all those little things that happen throughout the day. From the moment you get up to the moment you sleep. And that's why I tell people everything matters to me. And people tell me you're too intense, you're too much. No, everything. And that's why I want to share with people that to make yourself happy, you have to be mindful of the way that you're living your life, the way that you're sharing your space, the way that you're sharing your time, your energy, your light. Everything matters. And you have to pay attention to every little aspect of your life. Your words, your actions, your thoughts, how you express them, how you know you smile, how you shake your hand, how you shake a hand. How you everything. look at people when you're talking to them, which is why I'm kind of bugged out that I can't see your, that you can't see my face. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, yeah. man. Technology. Yeah, so, but hey, this is this is a gem. So that's that's really the message, but it's it's hard in Haiti because um the concept of self care, the concept of um self love is not I mean, it's not a priority right now. My my interpretation of that, knowing our culture and our, our basically how our upbringing I think there's a lot of self-consciousness going on because a lot of people probably would not be, are not just the same way, you know, people just got too uncomfortable with facing who they are. And it's also kind of a new type of thing, a thought process for people. So that's why I believe where the hesitation comes from. Is that, is that some kind of type of the feeling that you got from your exchanges? That's the exact, exact um, feeling that I get. But um, also, I mean, I was talking to a friend and I was like, oh, my God, how do I get more people to come? And I mean, I haven't figured it out yet. The thing is, I try to ex- I think I posted a video trying to explain what the event is about, what do what we do, because people are scared. Like I get a lot of people like people reach out, but they're like, what is going on? What is what, what do we do? What are we going to talk about? Do I have to talk? Do I have to share something? And 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 they're scared. So legitimately scared. Yes, they're like, no, I can't. I don't think I'm ready. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not their thing. But it's you know when you have a, I think this is my purpose, Olivier. Mm-hmm. And I won't give up. <laughs> so I don't care whether I have two people or five people or fifteen. The last session, I had like twenty people. It was amazing. Um, then the the time that's before, great. The time before I had six. You know, um, Friday I, I I don't know how many women I'll have. Oh, and my sessions are only for women as of now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I have this special thing. I don't know. I just love women. <laughs> well, for sure. Well, again, you know, women, women as a flock, women flock better together, you know, just like having an exo chromosome in the in the audience might be a little bit, you know, off putting. And also maybe because I feel like I know I I know women, I'm a woman, you know, and because, again, I'm sharing from experience and, and I'm sharing a lot of 
intimate things. You see, the way we're talking, that's exactly how I talk. I, I, I obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I have to be careful. You know, I'm not gonna put my whole life story out. But some stories, were, some stories are worth sharing because they will touch people. People will feel like they relate, and that's that's the whole. The thing is, we all we all think we're so different, but we're not. We're not. You know? We're not. And and, and, and to go a back beautiful to thing that you said. To, mm-hmm. to go back to the women, I know we're like talking about a bunch of things, but to go back to no, the no. reason why I, I work with women is because I don't know if it's like that in Canada or you know, in the world, but in Haiti there's this competition between women. You know, women are the first ones to talk shit about other women. You know? And it's something that I hate and that I want to stop. I'm trying, but it's so hard. Like the Even co- in Haiti, you get that opposition? Like, you know, some people trying to bring you down? Of course, the gossiping. Everybody. And it's women. People that try to. It's women. Yeah, the people that are the hate, like they call them, the haters of what I do. All women. You know? And, and, and you're it, putting together pro- a program to empower women. Yes, that's the goal. Because when we stick together, we are invincible. I mean, personally, I value my friendships, and I have a lot of of um, girlfriends. I have a mm-hmm. I have a good. You know how people tell you, "Oh, you, you shouldn't have a lot of friends." I have a lot of friends. But I have a lot of girlfriends, and I think this sisterhood makes me believe that it's possible to bring women together. And it's possible to bring women that are different and and doesn't matter that they're different. doesn't matter that they don't have the same beliefs and don't... I mean, obviously, we share some values, you know, but people think, you know, if you're different than me, then we can't be friends. We There's nothing we can talk about. No, we can share. We can discuss and ask questions and learn because that's what life is about. Our differences don't separate us, but rather bring us together exactly. and opens up the conversation. Exactly. My friends are so different than me, you know, and we'll always laugh about that. I have a friend. I don't even know how to say that in English on an eclectic. I don't know. Well, of course you're an eclectic bunch. You're a very colorful mix. Yes. Yeah, A lot of the friends I keep, a lot of closest friends I have myself, like, you know, they're, I keep telling them like, you know, you guys are a very particular bunch. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. And and for me, it's like a model. It's like, okay, if we can be like seven and we're like that, then it's possible to bring more women together. And in Haiti, you said, Oli, Haiti is such a stressful country. Oh, of course. Waking up to going to bed. Okay. It's a, it's, it's, it's a war on the mind and on the feelings. It's a war. And there's so much pressure, and 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 we live in a very fucked up society. When I say fucked up, um, I don't like we. Ugh, sorry, it's the, the you know I think in French or in Creole. You're allowed. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, we're so worried about the wrong things. In Haiti, it's all about what people see. You know, everybody's looking for the other's validation. 
you know, it's all about the man you have for us women. Who's your man? Who's your man? You don't have a man. Are you gay? And if you're gay, oh my God, how could you be gay? You know? And if you're not married, then that's a problem. If you are not, if you don't wear makeup, that's a problem. If you wear makeup, that's a problem. You know? And it's like so exhausting. It is. I want to, I just want to, it's, you know how I feel? I don't know if you ever feel like that. But since Mm -hmm. I've been on that journey, I'm so excited because I feel like I, I discovered some, some kind of treasure. And I just feel like everybody could discover that and be like, oh my God, life is, life is not what I thought. You know, it's not about who I know, who I am, what's my name. You know how in Haiti it matters, you know? Always. Who are you? Tell us who you know. Whose son are you? (laughs) Who are, who are your parents? Mm-hmm. They hear your last names. Like, okay, are you associated with those that are like you know from from this? It's it it still goes on to this day. Yeah. Whose son are you? Yes, it, it, and I just want people to understand that this it doesn't matter. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter, and 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 it's sad because it we're still at that point. It's like nothing has changed. I don't remember when you. I don't know when you left Haiti, or I remember when I was in high school. And you know, I lost a lot of friends like that when I came back to Haiti and realized that those people were still in high school. Still oh asking me, like, who is this person's boyfriend? Who? And I'm like, who cares? Like, she's not my friend. I haven't talked to her in, like, 10 years. Why do we need to know who's, her, who's the boyfriend? Like, who cares? That's none of our business. The gossiping. You know? Or still runs like, true. This person, I've never seen her with a guy. Is she gay? I'm like, okay, well, I'm not interested in her. So obviously I don't care who she's dating. Whether it's a man or a woman, I don't care. You know? But what does it matter? What does it matter to you? But it's some for some people it matters to be in somebody else's business. It does. It does. And and I just wanna basically my goal is to refocus people. Kind of like, okay, this is not important. Let's focus on what's important. We're here, we have this amazing gift. That is life. Let's try to live it, live it to the fullest. That's what I always tell my husband. Is it, is it insecurity, though? Do you think it has to do with insecurity? Honestly, Oli, I think it's more about how we were brought up. It's not. It's. There's a quote that I love. Um, I didn't even remember it. Like word, like word, like exactly how it, it's written. But it's something about learn unlearning what we were taught. I don't okay. know if you know what I'm talking about. Where mm-hmm. it's how the it's part of the growth process. The part of the growth process is to unlearn what we were taught. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. I think that's very important because we're in a society associative user if you could translate. Mm-hmm. Very conservative. Very, very conservative. conservative. By the book type of um, society. My parents are conservative. I mean, I kind of changed their Our mind. My parents are very conservative. Okay, but I mean, even religion-wise, like, everybody is just trying to fit in. And everybody is just doing what they were taught, and, and they're scared. Maybe it is insecurity. Or 
fear. I don't know. They're just scared to jump and to discover. The social dynamic has a lot to do with it, in my opinion. The social dynamic has uh, has has really deep roots. You know, you mentioned religion. You mentioned you know society. The social dynamic is very important. Again, it's like you know your parents and their friends and their children, where you where you went to school, okay. and who you know and what type of friends you go. Like you know, were you seen at this movie theater versus this club? There's a lot. The rumor mill is very alive and kicking, and it's still going on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot also, that we have to deal with. But it's also, like you said, and that's why, you know, I love talking about these things, insecurity or fear or just getting out of the comfort zone. Because it's like, for example, when you take religion, I went to Catholic school, right? Mm-hmm. So I did things because I was just... I don't know. I was raised like that. So I went to church. So I did certain things. And the the fear is that when you let go of those things, you don't know what you're going to find. You don't know where your mind is going to take you. You know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are scared to do that, to wonder, to ask questions, to research, to, you know, to question. But yeah, to reset your life. Exactly. Actually take a step out of yourself mm-hmm. and actually question like, huh, okay, this is a puzzle. Yep. How about if I take this piece out? How about if I put this piece in? Oh, let okay. Me, huh. Let me tell you that wasn't so bad. Let me tell you that something that kind it's kind of related to what we're talking about, but also to my next session about boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know how when you're little in Haiti, you have to kiss everybody? Mm-hmm. You have to say hi to everybody. But that's everybody. So but that is so wrong. That is so wrong. Because you do not have to kiss everybody. <laughs> no, you don't. It's so you simple. don't. But when, like, for example, now when I go out and I don't kiss people and I'm comfortable with that, right? Mm-hmm. But it happened to me that, you know, a friend calls me and she's like, oh, by the way, yesterday when we went to the club and you kissed me, but there wasn't Tel there and you didn't kiss her. She's wondering if you have a beef with her. And I'm like, no, I don't know her like that. I just said hi. And it's okay. There you go. <laughs> you know, so there you go. Those little things or important. And like my kid, I mean, he's really small. He's not even two. So he's not there yet, but I don't even force him to fetchy bad. Don't kid. No, you don't have to. No, you don't have to. So I think you don't have to. It does not define him as a person. Exactly, or if he's well behaved or well educated. Because in Haiti, if you go to a party with your parents and you don't kiss everybody, you're you're mal élevé. You're not well. You're mal élevé. You have to do the rounds. Whether you come in, you have to say out everybody, and you're leaving, you have to say bye to everybody. Kiss yeah. everybody. And I don't do it with my, you know what, Oli? I don't do it with my family members. I don't do it in big dinners. Because there's nope. nothing wrong with hi. not doing it. You know, I said hi. I kiss the people that I really want to kiss, the people that I really want to hug. I don't there do it. I don't do it just because I have to. And this is where we go back to, you know, what we're saying. People are doing Boundaries. things because they think they have to. But they never thought they could they didn't even yes. think about the other option. Like, actually, I can go in and say hi. I can choose mm-hmm. to do otherwise. Yeah. I can choose not to. Yeah. And, the and problem, it's okay. And the problem it is... It is perfectly fine. Exactly. It is okay. It is... Need, it's all about <laughs> values matter. 
mm-hmm. upbringing matters and what I'm bringing, uh, I'm here from you. It's totally okay to have like, you know, again, you were brought up, you know, because again, again, the you that we keep bringing back, you know, it's the construction of a lot of experiences. So you mm-hmm. definitely have to tip your hat to your parents and your upbringing and your environment. But at the same time, you have to choose who you want to be. But it's not. You know- Call me, I mean, some, I'm always careful because I do not want to be judgmental and I, and I try really hard not to be. Um, I have to say, but I feel like you should ask yourself questions at some point. You should look in the mirror and say, okay, what do I want? What do I believe? What are my values? How do I see life? What does life mean to me? How do I want to uh-huh. live my life? And, and those are the questions that I, that I, that I, you know, that I trigger when, when I do the, the little workshops. Because uh-huh. believe it or not, some people are 40, Olivier, and they've never asked themselves those questions. What do I want? Yes. I have women coming to my workshops, getting out crying. Come that day, don't. Crying because they're like, oh my God, I'm 40. What am I doing? Just because they were scared to ask themselves that That question. Am I in the right place? Is this what I want? Why did I choose this? Could I possibly try something else? And you could apply that to anything relationships, job, health, health habits, you know parenting, sexual preference. You just need to sometimes do an inventory of who you are. And you know something? And sometimes that's scary. You know something that I say? My self-love is my compass. C'est ma boussole. Okay. So when I love me, when I decide that I'm going to care for me, then I can take a better decision. You see what I'm saying? So whether it's the okay. job, whether it's the relationship, the first thing I ask myself is, is it good for me? What does it bring me? Does, that, does it help me grow? Does it give me peace of mind? And for me, it's easy now because I do it so automatically. How would you respond to the people that, you know, that would take that comment from you and, you know, just flip it and tell you, well, that's very selfish and self-serving. I will repeat what you if said. You have earlier. to look at. You see, you see earlier when you said, I can't, you cannot give what you don't have or you cannot. I don't remember how you put it, but. Yeah, that's exactly it. I can't give what you don't have. No, if I'm not happy, I cannot be happy with you. If I cannot, well, I don't like the word, I don't like the term making you happy. Um, but I cannot bring more happiness to you if I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I don't even have it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know? And even for my kid, I mean, in Haiti, we're very lucky. Sorry, Oli. We have help in Haiti, right? <laughs> <laughs> we have help, and I'm not thanking God for, for that. But I mean, even you, you don't have help. But I'm sure sometimes you will tell your wife, baby, please. You know, take him. I I can't now. I'm working. So, yeah, all the time. So sure, we tag each other all the time. And that's not that's not being selfish. 
Because you are you before being a parent. You are you before being a sister, a brother, a friend, a lover. You are yourself before being an employee. You are yourself before being anything. So you need to be well with yourself to be able to to move in this life. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people people always, you know, I get, you know, messages and stuff telling me, oh, you're preaching being selfish. You're telling people to be selfish. No, I'm not. I am the most loving person. <laughs> I love people. But I'm sorry. Self-love. You need yeah. to love yourself. Yes, self-love. But self-love is very general. I love the term self-care. Care. Okay. 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 Because love is passive, I would say. The term, for me, it sounds passive. But self-care is an active term. So you're doing things. So it incites the action. Yes. Yes. And I want to say something because it's very important. I I hate sounding hypocritical. Um, you, you remember how earlier we're talking about how being a happy person doesn't mean being happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not perfect. And, and, and I, and it's very important for people to, I am in tune with myself and it's a blessing. I am, I am in tune with my feelings and and I, and I know what I want and, but it's still hard. I'm going to take an example and please don't judge me. <laughs> Not at all. This is a safe space. I smoke cigarettes, which is the thing that I hate the most about me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I quit every month <laughs> and I go back to it. Okay. There's a struggle in the mirror and I'm like, you love yourself. How come, how come you're doing that to yourself? Okay, so that was really just a confession, not really like a (laughs) something we're going to we have to discuss. But it's just Mm -hmm. to tell people that because a lot of people when when I do the work, they're like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. It seems like you have it all figured out. No, I don't. Nope. I'm just working really hard at it. You know, I definitely know. I totally know. Trust me. I know. So this, I know because this, this is know. what I want to put out. This is what I want to like. I want that to resonate with the the people, the the people that are listening to us. Is that you're never gonna have it all figured out, never. You just have to be patient, and you just have to not give up. Basically, so when I stop smoking for two weeks, I'm proud of myself, <laughs> and then obviously. I want to kick my butt every time I go back to it. But it's it's very it's a very um extreme example, you know, because it is something that I'm struggling with. For sure. But or my eating habits, you know? But it's just not giving up. That's that's what It's not I'm, giving up. It's yeah. not giving up. Mm-hmm. And it's about allowing yourself the truth and the patience to, I love that word, to forgive yourself and to take care of these little elements that, you know, in connection with these feelings that you're, you know, so in tune with, you know, to respond accordingly and to adjust where as necessary. When I tell you, I totally understand because 
I was wearing that hat or that mask, if you will, for a long time. You know, you talk about, you know, being the source of, you know, of, you know, positivity for everyone. I just made it a, a mission for years on it. It's like, no, you can't be feeling bad. No, okay, this is what we're going to work through it. I was everybody's cheerleader mm-hmm. until, and, you know, this is like, I guess it was my own psychological, emotional diversion, if you will looking from the outside, looking in. And when basically I hit the proverbial wall and took inventory of how I felt, I'm like, okay, this is really, I'm really not doing well. Yeah. I'm really not doing well. And you, you, you sometimes you feel ashamed. You feel like a hypocrite. You feel, you know, upset and disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I even made, I, I even like, you know, confess that, you know, when I realized I was really depressed, I was genuinely genuinely depressed i laugh about it now but it was a very serious very dark time and it's important to step back from it and as you said it's not about trying to seem perfect and like you and this is why i really wanted to have you on because that really resonates with me the fact of you know being vulnerable being transparent and being courageous enough to admit yourself for all your joys and victories but also your flaws and your frailties, you know, because we all have to work together and it's only through our stories that we can learn to basically empower and encourage people. And it's a work in progress. You got it. (laughs) That's exactly it. Man, that's so cool. But Hey, (laughs) you know, it's, it's something that I really applaud um, because it's a terrific thing you're doing, you know, I don't know how or why. And I'm, I really don't know. So, cause again, I really, cause this is the beautiful thing. Cause this is how important, you, you know, <laughs> it was a simple, well, blame it on the Facebook algorithm. Seriously. Cause I'm just scrolling as you know, most people do doing you know, on the Instagram and it's like, okay, recommended for you. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Oh, okay. Then I saw the video of the class and the dancing and everything. Oh, this is cute. Oh, this is, oh, this is nice. This is interesting. It's like, you know, I kept liking and everything. And then because I just like, you know, I just, I, I knew it was you. I was like, this is Olivia did. I'm, I'm like, going back I'm, to my, my Haitian it habit. did not register. It did not register at all until that one video where we connected. I'm like, no, I need to have this person on. And still, to that, it did not connect. I went on your blog. I saw him on your George. I'm like, this is uh, okay. Like in George, like it's public. And then you highlighted the fact that we knew each other. I'm like, okay, no. And then it's just like, and then it just hit, you know, just like dominoes falling. Like you idiot. Like how did you not? Wh- yeah. How how much? How many more clues do you need? I'm gonna say something. Um, I, I don't know if I have time. The thing is, the reason why I work with women is because I think men don't have those types of, 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 I don't know, conversations. And when you started, um, when you started engaging with me on the, on my page, I was like, wow, it's either he does that because he knows me or he actually cares. And then I went on your page, like you, commented like you liked and I was like okay let me go see who like why and I was like oh he's part of my tribe (laughs) it's true and it's something really powerful that you said because it's true you know and it's something I'm really I've become really sensitive to over the past year I would say year and a half I don't want to say I'm like a male advocate 
you know, but I'm really trying to connect more and trying to show and because it's also something I'm seeing a lot, you know, like this energy that I'm feeling. I know it sounds very metaphysical, but since energy I'm feeling with our generation and with everything that's going on and with all this, 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 you know, attention to the self, I realize that men need a lot of help in terms of, you know, just dropping the mask and, you know, just connecting a little bit more with that sensibility. I'm not talking just like in in relation to women. I'm talking about relation to themselves, you know, accepting the fact that, you know, a man cannot always just be the pillar, the rock, the defender, the protector, the provider, the hunter. A man sometimes is depressed. A man sometimes is tired. He is, you know, and that is a very, it's something that I'm really sensitive to. Because the stats, and again, I've done a lot of reading about that, are very troubling. A lot of men do not talk, really. And that's a really big problem. So these kind of messages, these type of things that you promote, I don't just see it like, you know, on a mission for women, because it's very important for women to band together. Because again, it's very important because women go take their fair share, you know, of load from life. But it's also important to to show yourself out there, you know, as a man and tell yourself that, yes, you can actually be the man and actually, you know, you're just like, you know what? Hey, babe, right now, I just need a hug. You know, I just need a hug. It's, you're a person. It's, it's, you are a person. That's what I want to know. A tell. person. And we, you are a person. Well, it's also, like you said, society. I mean, it's because, because of the way we're brought up, we expect certain things from men. I mean, most most people expect men to be a certain way and women to be a certain way. So that's all part of it. And Expectations those the, and labels projected onto us. Yeah, and those are the things that we need to break, you know? It needs uh, to break. People are people, you know? Everybody has a different life. Everybody has a different personality. Each person has its own personality. And, you know, we can all be who we are and be great. You don't have to be a certain way to be great, you know? So, I mean. I remember that the, what you just said is so cool mm-hmm. because I don't know why. It just triggered this memory. I was at um, a cousin's graduation. She was graduating from law school. And they're um, basically their keynote speaker. Um, I don't remember everything she said, but I remember this. And it was like years ago, but I, that really stuck with me for years. It's like, you know what they call an attorney that passes the bar after the fifth try? Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Do you know what they call a law student that passes the bar after the fifth try? And everybody said, like, okay, like, it was like attorney. The <laughs> same way they would call it after one year or 10 years. I love this. So love it's, this. you're still an attorney. So you are going through your own path of life. Don't judge your life by someone else's journey. You know, just make sure that you're happy with your journey where you are at I your stage, it. you know? And yeah, that really stuck with me, you know, because she was making it as a joke. I was just like, you know, there was a huge punchline, right? I'm always going to remember that and I will use it. <laughs> Thank you. The way she said it was so beautiful. Like, okay, I was just like, you know, there was a huge punchline coming after that. You know, what do we call, like, you know, a, lawyer, a law student that passed the bar after the fifth try? Attorney. Yep. The same That's way. That's it. Is that same way. Even the after the first try or the 10th try, you're still an attorney. So yep. accept yep. yourself, man. Yeah. Man, this has been a truly wonderful and inspiring conversation. This is uh seriously because I, I know we're coming up on top of the hour. It's yes. so exciting, man. I was so, so exciting. exciting. I'm so happy. I cannot thank you enough. It's been oh, very revealing. You. 
refreshing and it was like all all kinds of awesome thank you so much i really appreciate it. I me mean, really really it was uh it thank was a treat it was a treat that really that made me really happy seriously go ahead one last thing um you know how you said mm-hmm. that i put the i put the my video out and it touched you i needed to talk tonight i needed to i don't know i just needed it this was the the thing that I was waiting for, <laughs> okay, for the week. That was the thing mm-hmm. that I needed, and I thank you for that. I'm very happy that we could have connected and I could be there for you because we're all in this together, as I like to say. Yep. And, you know, we all cross paths in this road called life. You don't know why. Maybe it's for a day or maybe it's for a lifetime. But in this moment, I'm happy. I'm happy, mm-hmm. and you're welcome. I'm happy yeah. to be here. All right, we can do it again sometimes. <laughs> no, this floor, the floor is yours. All my, like anytime, anytime we'll connect and, you know, we'll talk about, you know, other things and other projects that you might have on the, down the road. We'll be happy to talk about it at length. Don't worry about it. You're always welcome. Always welcome. Thank you. And me, when I, when I do, when I start, I mean, I started recording already and it's all women. So maybe I'll have like an, a special edition, you know, with, with Hey, <laughs> sure. Always ready, always ready and willing. As I like to sign off and always inviting the guests to leave us, you know, with, uh, you know, a little wisdom, you know, a little passing thought, you know, just a little quote or just like sending people on a beautiful path of uh, of uh, awesomeness on their own journey. Any personal thoughts you'd like to send people with on as a closing? Well, I'm, it's nothing that I that I made up. It's a quote that's very popular, but it's my favorite. It's this too shall pass. that resonates a lot it does this too shall pass yes um because when you're happy you're happy you know you're not thinking about you're not thinking you're just happy because it feels so good but when you're sad you need something to to pick you up to make you feel better and that quote does it for me it's Mm -hmm. knowing that no matter what no matter what it's not always going to be like that like it has to pass it has to <laughs> and i think i said wow. that in the video that you like so much i said that mm-hmm. at the it's, end, this too shall pass you did yeah, you did pass. and and i just love that i just love knowing that when i'm going through something hard i'm gonna move through it i'm gonna live it i'm gonna let it be but i know that at the end of the tunnel it's gonna be different and it's gonna be better flow. yeah that's it <laughs> Let it flow. Yep. Man. All right. Man, it's been a treat. It's been a privilege. Thank you so much, Amy Georges, for your time and wonderful, truly inspiring insight. She is Love Your Body HT on Instagram, and also her blog can be found at Love Your Body Live. I'll link everything on the website, guys. Don't worry about it. But loveyourbodylive.wordpress.com is the blog. And look out for more awesome content from Amy and Love. Like, go follow her on, on, on Instagram. Definitely worth it. It'll make your day. Oh, awesome me. little tidbits and posts and little videos and exercise equals endorphins and endorphins make you happy so exercise it's crazy stuff guys really do just go follow emmy guys anyways and uh, this is me signing off wishing everybody a terrific evening catch us on the next podcast once this episode goes live leave us a comment on itunes yes this is me begging for 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 comments and like because it helps really does help 
leave us a five star rating and uh, leave us a comment because we always appreciate you know just knowing what you guys think about the program if anything i'm always your host Olivier Day, wishing you guys a wonderful evening and as always to stay awesome all right love you guys <laughs>